Awake in the Dream Radio with Laura Eisenhower and Dr. Dream. Raising your frequency and expanding your consciousness one guest at a time. I'm not even going to wait for the intro to be done or to be done just to dive in here. I am so excited. Welcome to our broadcast tonight, Awaken the Dream Radio and my co-host, Laura Eisenhower. You with us, Laura? Absolutely wonderful. Yeah, I am. It's really wonderful to be here and I'm so excited about our guest. Oh, my my goodness. But before we get into our guest, I I just I want to honor um part of our experience. Uh it seems like only yesterday, although it was probably a year ago, that you and I started talking about um, co-hosting a radio broadcast. And uh, we were pretty close before summer started, but then with the kids and changing schedule and everything, uh, it just it, it wasn't the right time. But but here we are, and this is like I'm I'm so full of this energy of dreams to reality and and being here with you i i i'm beside myself i agree it's just amazing how you know we've been able to set our intention and make things happen and i mean that's really the basis of this show too is to look at so much information and to find ourselves amongst it you know so we can be more empowered in our inner truth and we can know what we're dealing with outside of ourselves in this amazing shift time that we're in so i I'm just thrilled to be able to do this with my partner, and um, it's, it, it is just incredible. And setting intentions is a powerful thing. That's all I have to say. Yeah, that is that is exactly it. And these are these are powerful times right now. We've just come off of a a really wonderful summer, and and lots of good things going on. Um, and now that uh, that summer is basically over, because for us that's the the signal is that the kids are back in school. We've got some great events coming up that we'll talk about uh, toward the end of the broadcast. Um, but um, it it certainly is a time. It, it feels like the the manifestation energies are more open and more available than they've ever been. Yeah, and that's why it's so important to you know be clear with you know, your thoughts, your beliefs, and, you know, where you're focusing your energy, what you're giving your power away to, because there is a big acceleration, a lot of instant manifestation, both on the positive and negative level. And it's just so important to take any adversity and challenges and any negative energies and to really take them to the highest level. Because um, we we have in our, in our disposal an, an incredible opportunity to manifest our dreams and our visions. Um, and it's empowering when you know, we can do that with each other when we can do that, you know, with, with so much community and like-minded beings and beings that are willing to wake up and look at, you know, a lot of different information. It just increases and spreads the, the energy, and it's, it's all about the unification right now. And that is going to manifest something extraordinary for all of us. And, and it's amazing to just really be this devoted and focused and to encourage others and to be inspired by others. So it's it's great that the timing is now because I feel it big time. That's that's for sure. There's there's really no denying it. And just you mentioned intention before, and and I know that the statement I'm about ready to say was in the intro that um, that our team uh, assisted in putting together uh, for the show. 
but really for us um, with this weekly broadcast, it is about raising frequency and expanding consciousness. And, and we will choose our guests to to fit that. It's not always going to be easy information to hear, but I, I, I think you would agree that it, it's always going to be necessary what we're putting out there. Absolutely agree. Wonderful. And so this is just sort of that perfect segue to introduce our guest this evening. Um, she is an author, a channel, a healer, a workshop facilitator, and a speaker. And uh, I'm pretty sure that there's probably a couple of uh, titles or labels there that have been left out. We have had uh, the, you know, truly the honor of of knowing our guest uh, for some time now, and having lots of uh, really amazing experiences with her. And uh, it's I, I really I could just go on and on all about her and everything else, but but I think it's it's perfect to introduce tonight's guest, Laura Raya. Fox, Laura, are you with us? I I love the fact that I, I just want to interject this. I love the fact that um, we're we're calling you Sharia because this way, particularly for tonight's broadcast, when I say Laura, I'm not going to get two answering yes. <laughs> so, there you go. Divine order prevails. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you both so much for having me on the show. It's such an honor to be on your very first show. I'm just uh, thrilled and such a divine co-creation. Really, uh, really looking to bless and you know inaugurate this co-creation and may it go forth and just be brilliant in its ability to assist people into the future in the most divine ways. What a wonderful energy to start off with. Now, just to sort of set the scene for everyone, um, Sherea, where are you right now? I am sitting on my porch in beautiful Sedona, Arizona. I'm actually on in the village of Oak Creek, and I'm looking at the red rocks. I'm looking at uh, Horseshoe Rock right now as I'm speaking to you. Uh, and there are, there are little lizards running around and bunny rabbits and all kinds of critters out here. It's just a precious and, and powerful um, place to be. I've been blessed to be in Sedona this year since January. I love it. You know, I spent um, a number of years there myself, and so um, I love that that's where you are right now and that um, we're bringing that energy and, and, and having that go, you know, out in the ethers uh, for all of our listeners. Absolutely. Yes, quite a powerful place. I typically had been coming here throughout through that throughout the years at least once a year to write my books and um you know when i when i realized there was a big shift in my life in terms of the public offerings that i would be making which some of which we'll be speaking about tonight uh sedona was the place that i needed to come to sort of uh really dig in and get very very strong spiritual clarity around all of this and how i'm now moving into this next phase with with this work i love it now the the first question is, you know, here we are um, approaching the the last quarter or so of 2012, and um, I know it's been an amazing year for for really all of us. Tell us 
what what have you noticed? What has shifted for you, and and what energies are uh, abounding around? Hmm. Thank you. Yes. You know, it's fascinating that we're in 2012, and it's also perfect. I think a part of my mind might have wanted to think that so many other things would already have occurred by now. Um, what I'm realizing is this is actually, what this actually is, is this is the year where we have broken through enough of our old patterning as sort of a conscious collective that, that we're now able to step into the next level of what we're going to be offering after 2012. So 2012 is actually all about 2013 and beyond. And, you know, of course, there's a lot of energy built up around the idea of 2012 and December 21st. And the truth is, none of us know exactly how all of this is going to play out. Um, however, my inner guidance system is diligently just having me move along as if everything is going to progress with the earth being intact and us being intact and um, well-being abounding and the shift continuing. So that's my, you know, that's my sort of uh, open-hearted, flowing uh, frequency while I'm sort of also witnessing, you know, whatever it is that is going to emerge. And, of course, the Venus transit moment felt very potent as well. That felt like a, a huge gateway, portalway opening for so many of us, like something really lifted off and lifted some veils to where we can now step in fully to to that next level activation sequence that we're all participating in. I love it. And so, yeah. go ahead, Laura. Yeah, I just, um, I'm just amazed by your website, and I just have to say that uh, Dr. Dream had a session with you, and you know what's funny is when you're in a partnership, there's no real, you know, lying or, you know, creating any facades or, you know, especially if the person's not in the room. And he was just amazed. I mean, it really shifted him big time, and it's partly why. Um, you know, there's been so many incredible changes in our life because it was just so empowering mm-hmm. and it really, you know, brought brought it strongly and loudly and clearly, you know, what, what was in front of, of, of him to manifest. And so I'm just looking at your website. I've been looking at it a lot and I just, you know, wanted to ask, you know, it, it's just, you don't see every day this level of clarity when it comes to channeling. I've sort of avoided it mm-hmm. because there's a lot of interference. And the mm-hmm. energy that he received from you and what I get from you is that there's just a clear, direct channel, and it just has so much to do with higher self and empowerment and really bringing a person into their truth and their mission. And, you know, this is such a crucial thing in this shift time that we're in because a lot of people are kind of spinning their wheels. They're not sure, you know, what direction to go in. They're looking a lot outside of themselves. And um, so I'm just curious, uh, what, what was the progression of this, this work for you and what mm-hmm. truly inspired you to take that step and 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 make this you know your service. Thank you for asking. Well, it's just been really quite an amazing journey. So, um, all the way back when I was three, I remember communicating with God, and at seven, I started doing energy work on myself, or I remember doing it. And at sixteen, I was doing healing work on myself to help me through my dysfunctional family issues. You know, and and so by my early twenties, I was actually training. And at that time, also, like, I had I attracted different teachers, a Taoist, more shamanic people, and I started studying, and I, um, and just everything about spiritual traditions, trying to understand what was happening on the planet, trying to understand the nature of God, the nature of the earth, the nature of the human psyche, 
and, you know, this was my, my big, deep calling. And so at that time, the guides started speaking to me as well in you know, I was feeling them earlier, but they, we actually started communicating and they would be working on different chakras and, you know, things like that. And I was, I've always been writing, channeling, mostly for myself and and for others, but mostly it has been more of a private uh, process. And I have also been just very diligently uh, focused on mission. For whatever reason in this lifetime, um, my absolute commitment is to fulfill my highest destiny path in this lifetime in service to the whole and the all that is and the awakening of humanity at this time uh, with great compassion. And so through my own experiences of suffering, of course, through this process of being human and growing through the suffering, you know, I have come to have that compassion which helps me gain access to more understanding and and I also have had a passion to learn law of attraction. If, if it is true that there is a great law back of all things with which we create our reality and we offer vibrations and those come back to us on a boomerang uh, with an equal like-matching experience, then to me that's like the first primary motivating thing that we ought to be doing. And so the channeling for me is a lot about that and the, the, the guides, the ancient ones and the star elders, they are very much teaching us that. They're, and, and it's not even really teaching. They're reminding us of this. So the fact that I have such a strong dedication to law of attraction and this commitment to my own spiritual growth and assisting others, I feel that it has just simply cultivated over these last 26 years since I've been you know, in my 20s doing this study and working with them to the point where you know, what first happened was in Sedona a couple years ago, they kind of tapped me on the shoulder when I was at a Tom Bird writing workshop and said, we'd love to write this book. We love Laura Fox, but we'd really love to write this book. And I said, sure. <laughs> so the book came out. It's called Love's Whisperings, A Treatise on Authentic Spiritual Development. And that's the first book that's going to launch in the series this year. Um, and subsequently to that, after I moved to Sedona, and I've been going through this process of really going, what is next? What is my offering? How am I to show up now in this next phase? really digging into this these months, it slowly dawned on me. And literally, it was like a slow revelation. The guides had told me they had something in mind and that my life was going to change, but it took a little bit of doing before I realized that I was actually to allow them to speak. And um, as I started realizing this, I started doing this with friends and with small groups, and the results have just been so remarkable, that, and it feels so wonderful that I have just, um, embraced it fully, and so I'm moving forward with with the, the feedback from the community that says that this is truly, truly helpful to them at this time. Well, I, I just have to to jump in here and and speak of the the session that you, that you and I had, Sharia. It was. Um, I, I didn't know what to expect, and I like when I go into any experience that way because I'm I'm just wide open to whatever will be presented to me. And um, we spoke for um, a little over an hour. I've I've listened to it a couple of times since then. We recorded it, and within short order of that call with you, and with what I was reminded of, and positively triggered in the direction of so many things. Um, I found an office space within a week of that call. I found an angel investor in that <laughs> same week. And and it's it's just like it it freed up some energy. And I realized that 
the energy was was me blocking, you know, um, what was to be happening, and and so everything happens in divine timing. But um, like Laura said, I was I was absolutely blown away. Um, the star elders are are so um, the the message and the reminders are so powerful, and I, I hope we'll have a chance to have you connect a little later um, in the call uh, with them, and maybe there's some some messages uh, specifically for you know our our listeners and all of us. But um, t- you've been you've been connecting with the star elders um, for for a while now, and and working with these energies and assisting people. What what are some of the the trends, if you will, in the information that's coming out, the those mm-hmm. aspects of what's being shared that really applies to to all of us. Yeah, that's a really great question because there are there are some trends right now, and as little masters, I should say, um, we are like these little masters right now who are remembering our mastery. It's not that we we are not masters it is that it is that we have kind of forgotten it and and mastery in this context is 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 kind of what you all were talking about at the top of the show being so aware of our thoughts and feelings and the vibrations that we're offering that we're calibrating to that based on our desires and how we truly wish to show up and be helpful in the world instead of just letting our thoughts and feelings sort of run amok it's kind of like having a horse that is pulling you rather than being on the back of the horse um, with the reins. And so they are talking to us about how do we get into this field, how do we get into this field of all creative potential, this source energy, this this field of love um, with, with less and less resistance all the time. And so when they speak about this field, I can feel it when I'm in it, and it's helping me a lot to be in it with them. <laughs> Because I can feel what they're feeling, and then I get come out of it, and I'm like, I get to be more aware of my human level thoughts. So it's sort of accelerating my progress in a lot of ways. Um, and, and, and they're encouraging each of us to learn how to step more and more with more and more awareness into this field, so that we become aware of when we are generating resistance energy and when we are open. Because when we step into the field of all creative potential with zero resistance, we are actually in our oneness and we are in harmony with all things and we will become more and more aware of what it is to be one while also being many as we as we grow into this process. And it's basically when you go into the field of all creative potential, when you rest in that source energy and that love, you are able to drop in with any question any query, any idea of what you want to create and get access to the information and ideas that will cause you to be able to bring that forth with the most effectiveness. Does that make sense? Yes. 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 And so what they're helping, one of the trends is is a sort of suggestion at this time and they are you know they're definitely not like telling anybody what to do by far or you know saying that we're wrong for where we are by far it's completely the opposite they're completely in a state of unconditional love which is what is required for being in that field you can't really go fully into that field with uh judgment or contraction so they're helping us to realize right now that each and every one of us as light workers as consciously awakening beings you know we are aware on certain levels of 
reality creation principles of the law of attraction. We've had certain experiences of putting a thought out and having having it come back. And yet we are still at this place where if we were really to truly become aware of our thoughts and the vibrations that we're offering moment to moment, we would see that we may wish to shift that a little to lessen the resistance in our own field, knowing that in that way we come into greater harmony with that great law of back of all things and allow ourselves to leverage it towards the creation of our own desires rather than the perpetuation of of things that are not our desires but we're just seeded with through our genetic lineage pattern of thinking, through our cultural pattern of thinking, through our habits of thinking in this lifetime, and even through energies transferred from past lives. You see, all these things cause us to offer vibrations and thoughts that we're sub-aware of. And so this is the trend of what they're helping us understand is that, yes, that it is in fact understanding is what is necessary. It used to be that we could trust God and through faith, you know, create miracles with our prayer. And, of course, that that is still true as well. And now the possibility is greater for us to expand and included with that faith to also have understanding about how the great law works and why humanity has gotten itself into this situation. Uh, Basically, humanity's got a bit of a vibrational wedgie going on, (laughs) and it does not (laughs) understand. (laughs) It does not know that it has a vibrational wedgie, and it it doesn't by far how to get it out at this point, (laughs) right? (laughs) So it's it's, it's the what, what, what will help us understand that we can recalibrate our thoughts, feelings, and the vibrations that we emanate through the awareness and through placing our attention upon our awareness so that we can become more aware of what we're aware of and more aware of where our attention is going because that attention is that directive force, that pure energy that is going to magnify things back to us based on the thought imprints and the feeling imprints that we're putting into it. Um, that's That's so incredible. I just want to ask you a little bit about some of the other things you're involved in because they seem to very much complement uh, the service that you provide as a you know, healing facilitator. Um, I, I know that you're associated with the best of raw and um, there's just mm-hmm. a lot of focus on you know, just one's lifestyle. And, how, and what tools and what, what can you pass on to the listeners about you know, how we can improve our lifestyle in this sort of way and, and how to sort of maybe... Uh, inspire somebody who's not used to that or has, you know, maybe put their attention on something that hasn't really been serving them to just give them some maybe ideas of what you've been involved in on a lifestyle level? Well, thanks. Yes. Um, So Best of Raw is in its fifth year now, and I'm honored to have many partners coming on board this year to take it entirely to the next level. It's basically the annual awards for the Raw Foods Movement, and its invocation is that that we wish to invite humanity to add more raw organic plant foods to the diet, you know, without without trying to make anybody go raw. It's not about you have to be living a certain lifestyle. It's about here's the opportunity to add more raw organic plant foods to your diet. And if you want to go all raw, then why we have amazing resources for that. Or if you're just trying to get healthier or you're just trying to improve your diet, that's great. And so there's a lot. There's hundreds of teachers and products and and materials and books and resources. So we're celebrating all of these through an online awards contest in an effort to, you know, just really be a force for good in terms of, of helping not only people's health, but this is also directly related to the ecology of the planet. So 
the sustainable feast initiative of Best of Raw has to do with the knowing that as we start eating more local, as we start reaching for plant foods and eat them in their natural state more and more, that, that this will actually reduce the impact of 7 billion people eating on a planet that really needs to reduce some impact right now. And um, and so it's fascinating, the bridge between these two, because I hadn't fully, fully, I mean, I always knew that the raw foods allowed my body to expand and and create more openness, more energy, more light, more awareness, more spiritual activation, all these things, yet as the star elders start speaking about it, they, there's actually a couple of recordings on the website you were mentioning, uh, Laura, there at activateyourdestiny.com under the free gifts area. There's a couple on um, activating the biofield and mm. raw, and food. food, And they, they're actually talking about how these, these raw plant foods in their natural state have a strong biofield around them of energy, of like the torus that is flowing or, you know, around, like around our body, around the planet and around the food. And, of course, we know about things like with the cell phones and the radiation, that these things all have an impact, even noises, thought forms, all these things have an impact on the biofield. So we can actually strengthen our biofield at this time by by selecting more plants grown in our backyard or in our neighborhood or by the farmer down the street and by eating them in their natural state. And as mm. we ingest these outside with our feet upon the ground, that's even going to strengthen this energy field further and create more relation between our bodies and its parent, you know, the planet, the planet Earth. And it actually will allow the communication and the information and the data in the plant food to assist our body more um, just because of that that level of interaction and flow. Because if our feet are touching the Earth, they will the energy will actually be able to come up and through us um, better in terms of this continual flow pattern of energy. So I'm really fascinated by that, and I feel that there's more to explore in that area. And, you know, the other thing, of course, is to be gentle with ourselves. And the last thing that we ever want to do is judge ourselves for where we're at or judge others for where they're at. And if we do find ourselves judging, then we don't want to judge ourselves for for doing that. In other words, the acknowledgement that what is is (laughs) with our diet, you know, the habits that we've accumulated are also being perpetuated through law of attraction. There is a great law about all things. And and so, therefore, to be gentle with ourselves as we recalibrate and just start selecting those higher choices. And then as we select those higher choices, we can begin to unwind and it will be easier. The more we select them, the more easy it will be to select those higher choices of nutrition. I, I love this. And one of the things that I'm, I'm just sitting here, I'm on the edge of my seat. I, I had a note in front of me that said biofield, um, and it wasn't. Uh, 90 seconds after I wrote that, that uh, you brought up biofeed. I love this. I may just sit here and not say anything and just write notes and know you're going to pick up on it. Um, I, I, I love the concept of biofield. And for our listeners, I, I just want to in, in, interject that, that biofield is not something that's sort of, you know, out there, you know, coming in from multidimensional information that in 1994, the National Institutes of Health, which is part of um, our government, um, if you'll excuse the expression, and um, uh, Dr. Beverly Rubick, a biophysicist, um, and on the board of the National Institutes of Health, was instrumental in having them adopt the um, concept and the phrase biofield referring to the energetic field around all humans. And so, you know, this is 
this is there for us. And the, the more that we pay attention to that, uh, Laura and I spoke at the at the Consciousness Beyond Chemtrails conference uh, recently, a week and a half ago or something like that in Los Angeles, and my entire presentation was about um, raising the frequency of our daily lives, that that's the only mm-hmm. way to, to combat anything. And so I love what you're doing. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I love what you're talking about with the plants and everything, and and you know then we've taken it, um, you know, even to to a place that's even more powerful than the than the the fresh plants, which is great, and that's what we should be ingesting. But then um, the essential oils, the pure essential oils mm-hmm. from plants and flowers yeah. and trees, um, and and how that immediately raises our frequency, and that you know if we can't stop chemtrails and and radiation and cell towers and everything else what we can do to stay empowered is to mm. strengthen our biofield so what a beautiful synchronicity that the star elders are also uh sharing that information with all of us yeah they're rooting for us you know <laughs> they really are and, and and this directly relates to a vision i had back to the 2012 question I, I, it was a certain time a couple of weeks ago where I was just feeling such a depth of compassion for humanity and for what we're all going through here on this planet at this time, and 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 just just this huge prayer launched from me. Please, Creator, please help humanity to awaken at this time. And it was just it just came from the bottom of my soul, the depths of my being. And and as I as that prayer manifested. I sort of found myself floating in the etheric realm and witnessing um, <laughs> just a beautiful vision of of how our us as high selves ha- have already seen all of this, of course, and have have already have a plan, so to speak, <laughs> right? And I, love uh, it. I totally and, agree. <laughs> and that we are we are our high selves is that part of us that has never ever 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 left that unconditional love whatsoever and is absolutely holding us through every single encounter every experience every thought form every choice that led to our own suffering or the suffering of others through all lifetimes forever permanently until this healing is complete here it is an absolute commitment and it will it is permanent and and so there is there is that there, there is that solution, there is that healing, there is that commitment from spirit that that will occur, that is occurring, and it, it is done. And, and so part of our job at this time is how is it going to happen? And they've shown me several probability possibilities, you know, of, and, and basically the gist of it is that as, as we increase our biofield energies and the love in our field, and as we're able to generate that, that Merkabic force field above, below, and all around about us. And as we're able to extend love, not only individually, but also collectively to one another and to all beings around the world, we will begin to create that kind of a a love force field that will actually, like you said, protect us from radiation or, you know, the power of it and the magnitude of it, I think, is something we, we don't fully grasp. We don't realize how powerful we are. And so that's one thing we have the opportunity to step into learning at this time. I fully resonate with that. I, I had visions of that, you know, growing up, just, you know, how our, our energies, it's like the spiritual immune system of the planet, once that increases, which is our unified spirit and our just embracing of each other as a global family, how that, you know, really does kick out 
you know, all these lower frequencies. It dismantles these lower technologies. It, it purifies. It gets rid of the parasitic influences that have been harming the planet. And what I love about your message is, you know, I, I, I just hear so many people in fear or they, they just don't know what their purpose is. They don't know what to do. And uh, and you just make it sound so simple. And that's what I love because that's, it, it is that simple. And I'm so curious, you know, to know all about, you know, your writing, because I know you're an author, mm. and um, mm-hmm. I'd like you to just, you know, take the chance to, you know, talk about what you've written, if there's any books, or where people might be able to read um, yeah. your stuff. Thank you. So the blog right now on activateyourdestiny.com, I'm, I'm writing a lot on there, and um, I will be adding more and more things to that for people, just as a free resource. And um, also... The book Love's Whisperings is the first in the series that's going to come out along these lines from the Star Elders directly. And these books are all about to be available. Basically, I've been busy with so many projects, and I just need a little bit of of, uh, time and assistance right now to complete these books and get them out out there into the world in the form of e-books and and printed books. Um, I formally self-published in... Back in 2004, Return to Censure, that address now known, and I had pretty good success just getting that out there on my own. And so I'm kind of I'm leaning towards the self-publishing route. And, and um, yes, thank you for offering and asking. These books have been wanting to get out there for a while, and it's, it's imminent. And the other one that will come out soon thereafter is called Collaborative Visioning. Actually, that was the original name. I think I'm going to call it The Heart of Collaboration, Co-Creation mm. Through the Resonant Field. And so this book is written by Shreya, of course, with the assistance of the guides and whatever degree they're coming through. But we are, um, you know, in other words, teaching about how do you hold, how do you generate and hold and get into that kind of a consciousness field which will allow us to include yet transcend the ego personality to the degree that we can truly listen to each other and come into that higher order collaboration which will allow us to hold those greater and greater fields of love and integrity. There's not a single person on the planet who's not having some who who wouldn't possibly have something come up in a group setting from from the old dynamics, the past, the belief systems that we had that were perpetuated through our our thinking along lines that didn't serve us, which caused experiences, which then those experiences then further further compounded our belief in how things are, and some of that might have have been that we're not good enough or that you know, whatever the the old beliefs were that we created, we're going to take those into circle with us at this time. And so with the greatest love and compassion and tenderness, we can hold each other through that process. So as we come together to learn how to collaborate and hold these fields, um, yes, it's important to recognize and realize that that if you know that you'll you'll need to have mechanisms for how to work together when stuff does come up, and that with a, a strong and loving enough field each and every person will be able to, you know, if they choose, to to break through those really intensely deep old uh, patterns of projection and, and stuck energy that, that have been holding them back. Mm. What, I, what I love when I listen to you is the amount of compassion you have, the fact that, you know, the, the beings that you're listening to and that you're connected with and just your philosophy on life and the things that you're involved in in your daily life, you don't enforce upon people, you don't, you know, preach it. You don't. You don't put it in their face. It's like there's just this natural unfoldment. It's just very comfortable and inspiring because, you know, it, it leads people to want to change rather than feeling almost rebellious and sort of repelled <laughs> by things that are good for them. 
it's just the way you present it is just so warm and inviting that, you know, you really, I, I just know that you could, you, you'll reach a lot of people and you already are. And um, mm. I just, you know, I just get the goosebumps listening to you because there is such a clear, um, just a clear, just channel to your higher self and to all that you connect with. And it just, it just so shows in your work and in your voice and in the vibration that um, comes from you. So I just really appreciate that. Hmm. Thank you so much. I couldn't ask for anything more. I mean, that's the answer to my own prayers. <laughs> I, I concur. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sherea, I I get um, a question um, quite often, and and even my recent experience uh, brings brings it up uh, to a certain level in my own consciousness. Um, I people are always asking me as as they are becoming more awake and aware, becoming more conscious, um, they're looking at the people in their lives and they're wondering what they can do to help others wake up. And and this, mm-hmm. this hit home for me. Um, there was an article done um, during the, uh, the Chemtrails conference and um, it, it, it referred to uh, the to us as believers and and just a fringe group of believers in you know these chemtrails when it's so well documented by scientists and meteorologists and people that have worked for the government and the comments were so blatantly from a place of absolute ignorance or slumber that um you know sometimes i feel like i'm in a little bubble and i think that Things are a little, you know, the the collective is a little more aware than they are. What what? Hmm. How do you address that? Hmm. Well, it reminds me of the great precept, um, and it's a great question, by the way. Um, Father, forgive them; they know not what they do. And so, in other words, the one called Jesus, who that is that quote is attributed to in uh, what we know as the Bible, um, has great spiritual depth and meaning to it, which applies here. And in other words, as we become aware that there's a great law, a back of all things, that, and, and that we, our basic operating system is based on this law, and as we become aware that we have been unaware of its operation and that we're only beginning to come into it and that we have ourselves caused ourselves suffering and have been in ignorance because of our lack of awareness of this law and our ancestors' lack of awareness of it, necessarily we can start to see that this is the same thing that has been happening for others as well, and including people who, you know, we might say, you know, they, they're not they're not aware of these things yet. They're not aware of themselves as creators. They're not aware of the kinds of things that are going on on the planet. And um, and so the first step in helping anybody wake up is to absolutely remove all judgment whatsoever about about them. Mm. Um, because if we are if we are in any way judging them, um, if we are in any way judging them or making them wrong or holding them in any other than the highest light, then we are not only adding to the contraction in their field, in other words, for them, the vibration becomes, uh, it's just another thing they have to overcome in their field, is projections of energy toward us, um, toward them, of our energy toward them. 
Um, and um, but but also we ourselves are contracting and pinching off our own vibrations. Um, and, and so so the very first step is in fact to become aware if we are in a state of judgment, and if we if we if we if we are noticing that we are in a state of judgment, then um, then we just have to love ourselves through that as well and notice how it is, what it is that we're believing about this, what it is that triggers us about this situation, and then we are able to begin to dissolve that a little bit inside our own cauldron, our own inner temple. And as we as we begin to dissolve that within our own inner temple, we'll then be able to, then the data about them that we're holding in our unconscious will no longer be there causing them to show up in that way. Now, this is kind of pinging directly to the teachings of uh, Ho'oponopono, um, which says that, you know, as we forgive, we actually cleanse. And so this energy of forgiveness is actually at its highest level an act of cleansing the data inside our own system about the others. And and so as we release and forgive, this data is being deleted from our biocomputer, uh, therefore easing up our own consciousness ceasing the ability for us to attract that into our field. Because if we're attracting everything, then we're attracting everything. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. we're, If this is true, then it's true even for us attracting people like that who don't get it and call us names. It's like somehow there's a, a kernel of something in us that still believes that's possible. And so if we start taking responsibility of it deep in the inside, each one of us cleansing and cleaning, it just starts, you know, <laughs> It starts this, this snowball effect of cleansing that will eventually um, really impact the others as well. And I have to give thanks and gratitude to one of my teachers, Howard Wills, too, who who deeply inspired me around this cleansing in regard to the ancestral lineages as well. So, again, it's 100% responsibility for ourselves and our own vibration is the first and foremost tenet or, you know, whatever you want to call it, principle that as 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 wisdom keepers we 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 can begin to um really claim toward that end. Mm. I love the words that you've put to this answer because it's it's the thing, you know, the the thing that we all talk about so much and it's that you don't have to go do anything. Just pay attention to how you are being. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Pay attention to how you're being, and when you notice yourself being in some way that doesn't feel good, to really question that and decide and choose again how you wish to feel instead. I mean, and that's the simple answer that's not as always as easily said and as done, uh, because sometimes there's some very sticky wickets. There's some very deep booby traps of consciousness <laughs> and vibration that reside in our etheric and energetic and emotional mental being that that when we when we step in them it is feels really seriously challenging to get out of and even if if it is ultimately an illusion it's a very real experience and again compassion is in order and the unwinding process of that is where we sometimes need to reach out to each other for some help mm. absolutely uh, Shreya, I just wanted to ask you um, if there's any, you know, stories or things that, you know, stand out in your childhood, you know, your background that, you know, have really just stood out to you as being a pivotal point of your experience um, in shaping who you are today. 
Mm. <laughs> I know that's one of those Thank tough you. questions, but yeah, well, no, I mean, there's just a couple of cute ones. I mean, in other words, I when I think back, I really do think back to those those moments when I became more self-aware of myself as a vibrational being, and um, you know, I used to love to play in the mud and lay in the sun <laughs> and play with cats, you know, and chase boys. <laughs> this was the kind of fun that I liked to have as a child, just very simple, natural, eloquent, you know, just re- resting in nature was kind of my nature. And, you know, um, my mother used to complain to me about being a party girl. And she's like, do you want to just be a party girl for the rest of your life? And I'm like, well, kind of, yeah. <laughs> you know, in, other words, in the sense that bringing people together to be in their joy is is what gives me great joy. And so that was always a part of my being was the desire to bring people together. And I was also always preparing food for people, even though at that time it kind of really made me a bit cranky because I was preparing all this cooked foods and these meats and these things that were just non-resonant with my being. So, you know, I think the the food had this, this, the dysfunction around food in my personal life growing up had a very powerful impact on me desiring to get well and, you know, coming into a family lineage that had some tendencies that I've had to take responsibility for and, you know, be, you know, begin to weed out of my own system, that also led me to have different choices. But, yeah, really thinking about to that, just that basic desire to be outside, to be in nature, to play, to commune. Um, and I also had boyfriends. Like, I had one boyfriend as a teenager who... He was so funny because he he was baffled by me. He was like, sometimes you you say the most ignorant things, and it's as if you have no worldly common sense at all. And then you'll turn around and say the most profound thing, and it completely knocks me off my rocker and helps me wake up spiritually. You know, who are you? (laughs) What is going on here? (laughs) So those are a couple little things that come to mind at the Early years, and of course, I started. You know, I I was on a path of substance use at a pretty early age. But by the time I was eighteen, you know, by the time I was sixteen, I was done with pot. By the time I was eighteen, I was done with cigarettes. By the time I was twenty-one, I was done with alcohol. And that's been a real great blessing to me too, because witnessing my family go through great disease around the use of substances, particularly alcohol and cigarettes. You know, I really had a strong desire. When I noticed any croppings of that coming up in me, I was like, that is it. I am not doing that. So I didn't have to deal with any of that in my own body, you know, from my early 20s on, which was, it was really quite honestly a blessing that my family had that that challenge so that I could be so clear that I wasn't going to do that this time around. Oh, that's awesome. That's That's amazing. That's a gift, absolutely. Um, So you bring up a couple of things that... that, um, lead me to this question. Uh I'm just trying to figure out how to how to group all this together. So for those those people in our experience that are still um playing out the experience um well into their addictions um mm-hmm. or w- well into um maybe what I Oh, boy, I'm really watching my languaging with this one. Um, <laughs> so well into their addictions, or maybe not with the 
what I would consider to be the healthiest of diets. I mean, you're you're all involved with the raw community, and 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 I know you well from that community, and have um, collaborated with you in with events, uh, you know, best of raw and this and that. Um, again, is it? I I take a a little bit of a backseat to some of this, and and my thought is, if if people are still eating meat. Um, it's not up to me to overlay my um, perspective or, or my lifestyle on them. Same if they're smoking cigarettes or, or drinking alcohol. Um, but but just from your perspective, what's how do you handle that, and and what 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 feels right? Because I do have people ask about that. That once they've changed, they want to run out to their immediate you know, circle and, and change mm-hmm. them, which, you know, really right. starts to, you know, raise the hair on the back of my neck. Cause if anyone tried to change me when I was acting out that way, I had yeah. some, some key phrases I would throw out there and they wouldn't <laughs> be in my circle anymore. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And so these are the kinds of things we learn, aren't they? In other words, wisdom does catch up with us eventually. <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of goes back to something I wanted to mention earlier, too. In other words, what we all get the opportunity to learn is help is best received when it has been asked for. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, every single one of us has the opportunity to, to improve, I mean, including myself. Um, it, when help is not asked for it is it is not in the vibration of that being to receive it at that time you know in other words there's not an opening for it and and whether it's that that someone needs to have enough suffering enough experience enough you know myself with the food like you said i i had the right and privilege to choose myself to go raw when i was sick and tired of being sick and, uh, you know, several years earlier, I had gotten Juliana's raw food cookbook, and I, I said, wow, there's a whole raw foods movement. Isn't that amazing? I guess if I ever get sick enough, I'll go raw. <laughs> you know, I literally <laughs> said that. And, uh, and that's like, well, what is that? It's like, so I'm seeing that it's the possibility of creating greater health now, but I'm going to wait till I get sick to change. You know, it's like, okay. And so that's kind of like a normal human tendency, and I did end up getting sick enough to be to be ready to do that. And then when I did that and I asked for it, the support and the help showed up immediately. And shortly thereafter, I started making food for people and teaching about it. But again, those people who were coming to me um, were interested in it. And I wasn't going out proselytizing or – I mean, maybe I was a little bit at the beginning. I do, I do recall having a little bit of wanting everyone else to change. And that kind of wore off after a while when I got enough responses like – like you used to dish out, yeah. <laughs> right? You know, we just learn. We learn that that's not going. It's not going to be effective. You know, it's just not going to be effective. And and our job with that person at that time is simply to unconditionally love what is as it is, to love them as they are, understanding that there's a lot in play that brought them to that place. Yet and still, they are the the, the the extension of the divine creator in form. They are the child of the Most High. They are pure love incarnated, and they've just forgotten that at this time, and that they will make their way back in whatever way is best for them. And 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 what we can do is just extend that love, bless them, see them see them surrounded by 
the pink light of unconditional love, see them smiling as a joyful child, and do as much as we can to just add unto them feeling good about themselves and worthy and add unto their innocence and their self-worth. Because a lack of self-worth and a lack of feeling innocent, it compounds itself on the psyche and the soul of a being to where it's really hard to break through if you're not, you know, so that unconditional love allows there to even be an asking eventually. Yeah, it really draws that out of a person, you know, because energy is, it has nutrients, you know, when we share positive energy, mm-hmm. when we share love, um, <laughs> you know, it's just as nutritious as food. And, you know, people don't seem to realize that the vibration of judgment and uh, self-righteousness and my way is the only way, you know, actually has a frequency that isn't very healthy and that the way we carry our energy is just as important, of course, even more so than what we ingest and it's the building blocks, it's the foundation to help us make wise decisions and choices in our lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I just, it's kind of leading to the next question that um, I'm fascinated to hear your answer to. Now, we see on the Internet, and there's just a lot going on in the world connected to all of this that we're seeing, particularly on Facebook. You know, what do you make of all the conspiracies and disinfo that's out there and all the information wars and the awakening of, of, of consciousness and connection to discovering, you know, difficult truths? And what would you suggest to those who are holding on to victim consciousness, or what advice would you give to someone who is climbing into the rabbit hole, so to speak, and is getting kind of lost in it, even though they're trying to wake up and discover, you know, things that are hidden. Right. Wow, that's an amazing question. Yeah, I love that. So we are, are we not, in the time of revelation, as they say? (laughs) Which, I mean, if we translate that literally, uh, things are being revealed at this time. Um, And as you said, there's a lot of information, misinformation, disinformation, intentional or unintentional, Um, you know, and innocently propagated just from ignorance. And so the first place to always turn when receiving any particular stream of information is is into ourselves and to that that cauldron within the heart where we connect with the prime creator and our high self or whatever it is you call that, that, that connection to that source, you know, to sort of ask and to feel the vibration of something. Does this vibration feel true? Does it feel good? Does it feel helpful? Or is it causing me to spiral into more fear? Um, what is it doing inside of my body? Now, just because something might cause fear doesn't necessarily mean it's not true, but it could be energies that are being pushed out because if it's a frequency game and there's certain beings who actually know it's a frequency game, then one of the tools used is to keep the frequency down. And so the perpetuation of fear is was one of those tools. And now in my own personal discovery process about what is actually going on on the planet, I have definitely, um, I have definitely come to the conclusion that, that to to whatever degree I might not know the details, I am I am pretty certain at this point that there has obviously been extraterrestrial influence on this planet. Um, there are Sumerian tablets and writings that go way back about how the Syrian Anunnaki breeded humanity. And, you know, I'm not trying to proclaim or say I know for sure that any of, any of these things are true, but if we start looking at the signs and signals, it does appear that there was some conflict between these star beings who were on the planet at the time monkeying around with humanity, so to speak, and that there were different camps with different agendas. 
and some of the agendas were to help the human race to aspire higher because its genetics had been manipulated. And the other part of the camp Hello? was kind of more... Can you hear me? Yep, I can Hello? hear you. Okay, Laura, can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, cool. And so the other part of the camp was more um, interested in continuing to control and manipulate humanity, and those those games are still being played out. To the best of my ability, that's what appears to be happening, that those kinds of games are still being played out. There's a lot going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. There's uh, no way for us to really probably fully understand the hugest picture of it from our consciousness level and perspective right now. But what we can know is that it's a vibration game, and even, for example, Kevin Trudeau um, came out and basically said that he was formerly a member of a secret society, such as Skull and Bones and Illuminati and all these different groups, the royalty of the earth, and, and that what they knew, what they taught each other and excluded humanity from knowing was about the law of attraction and was about vibration and was about finding those people who are already doing what you want to do to become successful. And there was a systematic exclusion of that knowledge from the mass of humanity in order to keep them as more puppets or controllable beings. And, you know, if we can forgive this, you know, <laughs> we're, gonna, we're, we're coming a great way towards forward in our own spiritual evolution. Um, and and so when I first found out about this, it was like a linchpin and understanding that just helped a lot of things fall into place because I've always been extremely curious about what in the world is going on on the planet and trying my best to understand. And so in a strange sense, it's kind of like at this point, if you can't beat them, join them. You know? <laughs> it's like, okay, it's a vibrational game, and perhaps those siblings of ours who are not using their vibration from the highest spiritual perspective and they were leveraging this knowledge in order to control and manipulate others, which obviously is not perhaps where we wish to aspire to at this time. We're a little bit more interested in collaboration and 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 fun and joy and and so at this point what we get to do is really step more and more and more into our own mastery while forgiving if if we're being asked to accept everything that is as it is, then we even have to accept this or whatever other details are more correct about this or you know whatever it is that really is going on behind the scenes. Even those, yes, those are included in the ones we need to forgive. Now, a part of the process of healing and forgiveness is to realize that you no longer wish to be abused and to step away from those situations and scenarios and people, places, and things that feel abusive to you or are making you feel less than innocent um, and less than as the vibration of love. And so, you know, collectively, as more and more things are revealed about what has been going on behind the scenes, uh, if we can be wise enough to heal ourselves, to recognize that there's a vast, really long-term, far longer-term set of scenarios and sequences going on on this planet than we can imagine, and that all of those have caused vibrations to be offered, which has caused experiences, which have caused people to experience those experiences and cultivate beliefs about how the world is. I mean, you can see this is a very big, large knot that we've got ourselves into, but hmm. nevertheless, we have the source creator within us, we have the prime creator within us, we have that love within us, and that that is what is ultimately going to untangle us 
piece by piece, step by step, moment by moment, choice by choice. Mm. This brings up a you know a good point, and and without having gone to the the chemtrails conference, I maybe wouldn't be be asking this, but. As our awareness expands, as we see perhaps how we are being affected by those that are trying to hold our uh, frequency down, um, it's so many people, as they get this information, they just want to stand up and fight it. And they, yeah. they want to stop it. And the the victim thing, because how could the shadow government, Illuminati, whatever you you know, whatever other entity or group you want to put in that that place, you know, how can they be doing this to us? We 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 we're we're powerless over them because look at look at all this. I mean, how, I I hear what you're saying, but but how do you really respond to people that are are they're they're in the waking up process, so all this information is coming to them and and with the internet and everything else, like we're just being inundated with with all of this how, how do we really yeah. play in that field without getting buried right no it's a it's a really good point and a good question and again, this is where spiritual understanding comes in, and so we who are beginning to decode these things um can act as space holders, as the people who really don't even understand or know yet about such a thing as their vibration creating reality. Like, if the world is like it's painted to be, and these atrocities have occurred, and you're you're and and you're not responsible, someone else is responsible for that experience in your life. And you know, if that if that is actually true, which is what people believe, then it would be very 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 hard to forgive these things it would not make any sense whatsoever to to for, it's like forget are you kidding me you know how can i forgive that it doesn't make any sense at all so we kind of have to hold space as more and more of us learn and study and practice and and get this mastery get this understanding of the depth of our own power to create and you know again it's it's the compassion piece for 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 these ones who are going to be um, acting out, and what the guys have showed me is that's sort of like the middle, the middle probability. Um, be, you know, one probability might okay, everything's going to blow up, and, every, and we start over, and everybody recycles, and then they're going to recycle into a situation where they'll be healed as they grow up, because those beings who were, who stayed around and remembered what was happening now, were able to bring beings back in in another incarnation with knowledge and understanding of their innocence and the history of the planet so that they could defrag their consciousness and heal once and for all and begin to be able to exit this planet. You know, that's sort of scenario number one. Scenario number two is kind of what you're talking about now where there's more type civil war, there's more uproar, there's more conflict. And, you know, the great storehouse of information and data in our subconscious is actually, you know, that's got to play itself out somehow. In other words, this is what karma is. This is what this is. This energy has the power to it, and it's going to have to come out. So if we don't transmute it, it's going to play itself out in in the world. And so as we witness these things happening, we're literally witnessing the playing out of old energies and old frequencies. And our job is to say the buck stops here. I get what this is. 
I forgive everyone because me holding anyone in judgment about this will only perpetuate this in my life and the life of others. And so the more love and compassion that we can have as people begin this acting out process, and the more of that force field that we can extend to that degree, it's going to sort of soften the blow of these old energies playing themselves out. I absolutely Yeah, because the whole deal is they want us to have lower consciousness. They want a reaction. They want us to stay angry. Right. And some people really refuse to give that anger up. And, you know, I'm all about, you know, taking responsibility, you know, understanding that we're made of everything in creation and that, you know, we work it from the inside. And it's so refreshing and wonderful to just be in touch with your work because you absolutely just, you know, go to the core, you get to the core of, of all of this, and just your answers are just, I, I just absolutely, you know, agree. I, I'm just wondering your thoughts on, you know, just our multidimensional realities, the ascension process, and just, you know, what the afflictions of Gaia, you know, just what she's taken on with oil spills mm. and just, you know, all this different stuff, and where you see us, you know, in this shift time based on a lot of these different insults and afflictions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, in other words, this is where... And this is some fun territory that I really like to play in and that I want to invite a lot of people to play in with me and with each other. And what what you're reminding me of here is Anchor the Dream is a process that I brought in back in 2005. Um, I basically sat with Prime Creator, Mother Earth, all kingdoms of nature, all the guides and angels of the light, and, and the spirit of humanity asking, what could we do? What, what could I do that would actually help? And... What we came, what came through was a process of group reality creation that I call Anchor the Dream, and it's it's based on us understanding that each person, like let's say there's four topics of Earth life that we want to work on. Let's say we want to envision a healthy, healed soil on the planet, that we would get together in that pod, and and the people who are attracted to the topic of healthy soil would go all go together and get a vision this, their unique contribution to the collective vision, sanctioned by spirit in all levels of life. And then as they come out of that visioning, they'll share with each other that vision and then act it out as a play to the rest of the group. And what this does, this basically, this is just starting, starting the action where it actually does start, which is in the vibrational planes. And, and so we set an, an etheric blueprint. We set an energy out into the collective unconscious to, that, 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 that will, will necessarily by law, if these things we're studying are correct, then by law as a group of people act as if it's true that the soil is healed, then what starts happening around the world is solutions come up. You know, people start getting ideas. Uh, different people are able to take action. Resources come in for research projects. You know, in other words, the doing and the how is going to be elicited from from the offering of the initial vibration. And so even as people in the group are called into action, and we can do this individually as well around any of these challenges, and this is, this is accessing the field of all creative potential that, that we were talking about earlier, we can create these solutions. We can activate and access the greatest possible solutions to any of these things as we release resistance and come into this beautiful field of love together with the guides and with Mother Earth and with all of nature and with spirit we will be able to bring in those things that we need to know and do. And not only that, but the visualizing and the holding it of in love will inspire people to the actions necessary. And then when we follow, you know, Abraham talks about this too, when we follow that inspired energy, um, hmm. then we're going to be a lot more effective <laughs> at actually doing something. So 
you know, maybe we do need a little bit of faith at this time to see, but, and as, you know, as we come into a decision to really do that more and more often, but that is one of the most important things that the guides talk about and that's coming through. It's one of the most fun things to do, too. It's incredibly fun to be in a co-creative group like that on behalf of the planet. <laughs> that's what I love about what you do, because it's great that you brought up Anchoring the Dream, because that was going to be one of my next questions. It's it's the fact that you can accept all this information, that you can look at the darkness, that you're not in denial about it. It's not just fluffy stuff. I mean, you're really working at a deep level, and you are considering, you know, all the stuff that's being put out there, and uh, and you have a really strong handle on what our history has been, you know, the truth of it. And and so to combine that with your awareness and with your intention and with your service, that's where the alchemy happens, and, and, and that's really what I'm all about. So it's really wonderful <laughs> to hear this. Yeah, we ought to do an anchor of the dream together. We should we should awaken the dream and activate and anchor it <laughs> at, a, at a at a at a workshop for people sometime. That would be super amazingly fun. But oh, now yeah. that's been put out there um, into the ether, I'm sure it'll come back to us in just the perfect way. <laughs> now, Shreya, um we've got um, it just as I'm looking through who's uh, with us right now and, and who responded and just kind of knowing about, um, you know, a number of the energies that are joining us right now. Uh, I know that there are, are people listening to us right now that um, are really ready to fully step up that are, mm-hmm. are truly interested in, in, pushing the envelope and breaking out of the box and, 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 you know, just trashing the old boundaries of what they thought was possible. And so I don't know if we want to call in the star elders for this, but um, mm-hmm. may, maybe this is a good time for it. What, what form would that take for people? What, what would some of that look like that would have the greatest impact for the mm-hmm. entire collective. Yes. Um, shall I shall I channel, or would you like Sharia to respond to that? I think uh, if if this works for you and the Star Elders, that it, it might be very nice to bring them in now. All right. So the question, the query is, uh, what is it that we can do that has the greatest impact in helping us not only step out of the box perhaps recycle it all together, if I'm hearing you correctly. Yes. So just a moment while I shift here. And how much time do we have for this, just so I can kind of keep that in my awareness? We've got a good 15 minutes left with with you and the elders. Okay, great. Hmm. We say to you that the primary essence of of the how, of how you will begin to unravel the mystery of your own great being has to do with that type of inner reflection uh, so many of you call uh, meditation. And now when we, when we are indicating meditation, of course it has many ways and many possible um, patterns that you can follow in practicing a meditation. The kind of meditation that we are suggesting for you all at this time has to do with a 
an awareness, an awareness, an accelerated level awareness of your own attention and where it is going. Um, there will be moments for each of you as you fully realize. It's like an eye-opening snap. It's like a, a moment of, of realization where you will begin to notice that in fact your thoughts are not all under your control that in fact you are thinking things and offering vibrations that are not aligned with those desires which you choose. And in whatever way that you can still yourself, in whatever way that you can launch an intention to take yourself to that next level of awareness about those thoughts that you are actually thinking and the resultant core vibrations of those thoughts emanating from you, uh, this will give you the greatest leverage um, with which you will be able to to transmute and transcend those energies which have bound you for so long. It is a, um, again, sometimes easier said than done in terms of um, it is a process and it is a practice. And there are also very powerful activation sequences which you can invite yourself into. And as you go sit to do your meditation, perhaps it is before you, you sit still your mind to observe your thoughts, uh, that, that, you, that you make a very powerful intention. You call upon that, that source. You call upon that prime creator from the core of your being. You find that prime creator in the center of your heart, in the very center of your heart. And you call upon that aspect of yourself which you call the high self. And you call upon your own guides and angels and only those beings and only those beings who are absolutely 100% aligned with your highest good and your destiny path and the fulfillment of your mission in this lifetime. And you proclaim and you call upon Mother Earth and all kingdoms of nature to assist you in this command and this demand and this absolute intention that you are now going to wake up. I am now waking up. I am now stepping into my mission. What does it take and what is it like as I absolutely move into the ability to access my mission and my vision and my purpose in this lifetime. Creator, please help me to forgive all beings who caused me to be asleep at this time to my pure positive potential. Creator, help me to release all judgments and all energies that are non-aligned with the complete and total fulfillment of my destiny path at this time. Creator, help me to love myself as you love me and help me to love all others and to see you in them. Help me to see the truth beyond the veil of judgment and separation so that I might step fully in and be that activating power that I am here to be. I command and I demand and I know and I am absolutely at one with the truth that I will now, I will now and in this lifetime on all levels, in all layers, in all spiritual dimensions, I will manifest this potential at this time. And I give great thanks. Thank you, for Creator, for being at my side. Thank you, for Creator, for, for activating me, for reminding me, for showing me that which I need to clear, for pinging me every time I think a thought that is not aligned with this intention. Creator, guides, Mother Earth, I love you. I thank you. Thank you so much for your compassion upon me. Help me to have that compassion and that mercy for others that you have for me that we may begin to unravel these knots. Help me to forgive all beings all the way back to the beginning of time. Call upon the first mother and the first father that ever emanated from Creator and call upon all of your lineages all the way back to the beginning of this time and say, Divine Creator, Father, Mother God, 
Please help us to unravel the knots between and among us. May anyone who ever harmed me now be forgiven. May anyone who I ever harmed now be forgiven. And in this way, as you make these intentions and these prayers, the words that are meant for you will come to you, and you will begin to feel the shift in vibration and the knots unraveling so that the full revelation of your purpose can can come more front and center after after the dissolving and and resolving of some of these knots and tangles which have been in your way, so to speak, from you clearly seeing these things. We know you and we are holding with you this powerful intention for the absolute activation and fulfillment of your divine highest destiny path in this lifetime. We see your success and we celebrate your victory in advance. Hmm. Beautiful. So honored to have the Star Elders joining us through you, Sharia. Um, I do have a question for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've opened up a healing center here in Ventura, and um, we've really put it out there that the, the people we'd like to um, be working one-on-one with are the ones that are so ready to dig in deep to the core issues that they came here to clear out. Um what energetic advice do you have for the beings now that are truly stepping up and saying, enough, I've been carrying this long enough, I'm not going to be the victim to it, and yet are still you know, dealing with the biggest of issues for, for their experience? What, what guidance or direction or energetic can you share? Yes, so we are to love all that is as it is, and this is this is the experience of absolute, complete, and total acceptance of the emotions and the charges and the dark energies and everything that is in the formation of the being. And you as seers in your service of your center can see and feel and know in your own way these energies that people are experiencing and as you as you see and hold and unconditionally love and witness those things, they can in fact begin to resolve and dissolve out of the system once and for all. For when they are held in judgment or suppressed or further activated and then and then and then pushed away, they they just continue to return to 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 cause trouble in a person's life. So it is it is with that complete and total acknowledgement of the self being where it is. Many people feel a bit ashamed or a bit as if I just should not have to be dealing with this anymore. I thought I cleared this. I am a cautious being. Why am I still having these problems? And so we say to you to even notice those thoughts upon yourself because, again, this will compound that energy. And, again, to just return to being as loving and gentle with yourself as possible, to being as compassionate with yourself as possible, and, and to do that deeper ancestral clearing work that that will allow some of these knots to dissolve more quickly. Um, typically, when we are working with a being, we are seeing that there is a pattern that is showing up in this lifetime, which once unraveled begins to reflect to a pattern in early childhood, which typically begins to reflect into a pattern in, in the ancestral lineages. And at that point, we typically begin to see those past life patterns which are also continuing to compound that same energy frequency. So it is as we work on these comprehensive levels 
uh, and allow all that comes up to be seen and loved unconditionally, that that they can begin to untangle and detangle at a very profound level of of healing, which might not be accessible if you if we did not have access to this other data. Now, it is not to say that you cannot clear without knowing these things for some people do not believe in past lives and things like this. However, it is to say that if these things do come into the awareness of the healing practitioner or the self, to embrace them, to love them, to see and witness them, and to do the best to apply that same unconditional, uh, non-genital space of love uh, to the self for having gone through those experiences um, as you would apply to a small child who has stubbed their toe and and just to unconditionally and perfectly love yourself until until the last remnants of it are dissolved. And you, more and more, as we all do this work, you will be able to feel the energies releasing. You'll be able to see them dissolving. You'll be able to know that they are dissolved. And you can trust yourself in the images that you are getting and the feelings that you are getting. So in in this way, we would invite you all to dive in as practitioners or if you are working on yourself to really hold that field of love that will assist people in in moving through what is and what has been, knowing that it is only there because of that great law back of all things. And as we claim mastery of it, as we actually sub- as we submit to this law, as we as we place ourselves under its 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 lording its lord lordship and make it the ruler, then then and only then can we raise up into it and become the master of it. And in this way, step by step, one by one with great compassion and love for one another, we can witness each other's transformation and evolution into the light. That's truly Mm. amazing. Well, I I have a question um, that you might be able to ask them. Well, with with all the imminent threats and predictions and dark agendas, I, I know that a lot of people really, you know, want some level of reassurance. And I guess the question is, do we have what it takes as a humanity and as a collective? Um, do we have what it takes to really break free? Or is this more of an individual journey and something we should just focus on within ourselves? Um, Mm. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. We say to you that as you do this individually, you are impacting the collective, for there is truly only one here. And we who have remembered this are holding space for we who are beginning to remember this and 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 so therefore in this recognition of our oneness is also the seed of the recognition of our eternal nature and the fact that ultimately we do not die in the sense that it is believed that we die in this human plane and so this fact itself and truly feeling into it with great love and compassion for the self may be one way in which some of the fear can be diffused. And there may be grief and sadness that comes up after unlocking this key of recognizing and accepting our eternal nature. And again we say, simply to love that and to experience it and to allow the emotion to flow out of us. And we say to you that yes, you as humanity can have an impact. You can shift things. You can step up to the plate of this amazing cosmic baseball game and 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 hit many home runs in terms of your ability to cause a greater and greater impact as you learn to come together collectively and and, and that your individual work 
if that appeals to you more, if that is your role in your place, to know yet and still that it is by nature impacting the larger field of collective collective humanity that will that will help these changes happen more gracefully. Mm. Oh, I'm just uh, the <laughs> feeling this energy. It's just it is it's it's vibrant and we know in our bodies when it when it feels right and um it it just feels right um i want to thank the the star elders for sharing this energy with us um Shereya, how do people first of all what do you have coming up um how do we connect with you um couple of minutes just to kind of give us some points of uh touchstones for you and and some of the things that are um on your slate thank you very much yes so activateyourdestiny.com is the website through which i'm sharing this material at this time and so i'm blogging on there i'm also doing my best to do as many recordings uh, from the Star Elders as I can each week, and I'm posting them under free gifts, and sometimes I'll also post them with a little longer article on on the blog. And the email address is shreya at activateyourdestiny.com. That's C-H-I-R-A-Y-A at activateyourdestiny.com. And there is a, if people are interested in speaking with me more, I have, uh, the offerings are on the schedule a session page there. Um, and they're certainly welcome to call me for an initial consultation, a complimentary consultation, uh, just to see if they want to find out more about this work and if they feel it could help them, or just to go ahead and book a session right there from from the site. Or they can simply send me an email uh, directly at sharia at activateyourdestiny.com. And I'll also be at the Cosmic Reunion. I've been invited to be one of the MCs there. And that's, gonna, that's at... Um, portaltoascension.org and it'll be November 25th during the day in the Los Angeles area. And then of course we have the Best of Raw season is launching as well and that's at bestofrawfoods.com. Well, I want to thank you so incredibly much for being here. It's just been amazing and your energy is so inspiring and we're so blessed to have you on the planet. You know, awakening people with, you know, compassion and truth and knowledge from the star elders and just from your own higher self connection. I just thank you so much. I look forward to connecting again in the future. Thank you so much. It's my great pleasure. I'm I'm deeply grateful for both of you. Thank you. I just um want to thank you also, Sharea, your inspiration um in my life over the years. Um what I have learned from you in not being ever taught directly by you, but by your beautiful, lovely example uh, has been a real treat for me. And I've, I've eaten your raw food creations, and I've, I've <laughs> been at your events, and I've been honored to be asked to participate in your events. And um, you are a, a bright light that just allows mm. the rest of us to to amp up our own lights and and I I honor you and and thank you so much for blessing us with your presence on the debut of Awake in the Dream Radio. Thank you so much. Woohoo! Yes, that's, that's the party I want to be at. So before we sign off here, um, just a few things uh, to sh- to share about um, 
upcoming activities for uh for Laura and myself. Uh we have the um Healthy Family Now um holistic healing practice here in Ventura. We've already had people coming up from Los Angeles and down from Santa Barbara. Uh so take a look at healthyfamilynow.com. Uh, love to speak with you. Love to have you come have a session with myself or with Laura or with both of us. Um, it's really very powerful what um, what we've stepped up to and what we're putting out there. And um, it's when you're doing what you're here to do. There's there's really nothing more more beautiful than that. And we're so appreciative of being given that opportunity. Now, uh, we've got some other events coming up. Um, Santa Clara, California, September 15th and 16th, Laura will be speaking at UFOCon, and um, we'll have a booth there. We'll be doing sessions. We'll have essential oils, everything about raising your frequency. So um, if you're in the Santa Clara, San Jose, San Francisco area, we would love to see you on the 15th and 16th at UFOCon. And then on September 21st, to the 23rd will be in Asheville, North Carolina for Star Knowledge Asheville. Laura and I will both be presenting um, actually several different presentations. 1111 here in Ventura, we're doing an amazing event called Loving the Breath of Life. We only have um, a limited seating on that, so take a look. And then December 13th, or actually December 10th to the 13th in Phoenix, Arizona, we'll be at the Star Knowledge Conference. And um, at this point, that pretty much rounds out the year. We'll be here weekly um, with a couple of exceptions um, for the radio program. And then every Wednesday night, again with a couple of exceptions, we have an essential oil play group, play shop, um, here in Venture. And if you'd like to find out more, go to touroflove.com or um, Laura's site, cosmicgaiasofia.com, and just connect with us because this is what we're all about and just sending all the love that resides in our hearts out to all of your hearts and thanking you so much for being part of our first show. And um, next week we'll have Lee McCloskey, uh, artist, author, um, actor, and all-around amazing being joining us. So we'll look forward to, to having you back. Good night, everyone. Thank you. <laughs>